Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to this episode of Build Your Tribe. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what you should be doing with your email list. Now, in case you haven't already heard, we've done two previous episodes about email lists, and I highly recommend starting with those ones. The first one is episode 409, and that was on setting up your email list, the different services we recommend, and what you should do when you're first starting out with an email list. And then episode 418 was what you should be doing weekly to build your email list. This was tips and ideas and strategies to start growing your email list once you have it started. And then now today we're going to be talking about what exactly you should be doing now that you have some email list subscribers, whether you have 15 subscribers or you have 15,000 subscribers, what are some things that you should be doing? What do we recommend you do with those people? Now you have a way to contact people offline. You have a warm audience, people who have given you their email. What should you be doing with that email? Should you be emailing them every single day? Should you email them once a year? Should you email them long novels about your life? What exactly should you be doing with your email list? That is what we're going to be talking about today. The first thing that I recommend you do with your email list, and this is kind of like tip before the tips, This is something that a lot of you will have automatically implemented into your email lists. This is something that most email softwares and servers will do for you. It's something that's automated by most systems, and that is to segment your email list. What that means is basically group your different emails that you've collected into different categories. So maybe you have promoted two different freemiums, one that's more about nutrition and one that's more of like a workout guide. Well, it would be beneficial to segment those emails. So you still have the overall, you know, let's say 50 emails, but you've grouped them. Maybe you have 30 emails from the nutrition and you have 20 emails about fitness and you just know that different people on your email list are more interested in different things. To give you an example of this, Shalene has a ginormous email list, but not everyone on her email list is interested in the same thing. There are some people who are only interested in fitness and they could care less about Build Your Tribe or the Marketing Impact Academy. Then she has other people who don't care about fitness and nutrition and wellness at all. All they really care about is the business tips and the growing your following and growing your tribe, building your tribe. And then there are people who are interested in both. So it's important to segment your lists that you know when you're sending out an email, hey, should this go to all of my email list subscribers? Should this go to only the ones who are interested in this topic? Should this go to only this very small subset group of people? You just better are able to serve your audience when you know where everyone is coming from and what everyone is into. So that's kind of the tip before the tips, and that's to segment your list. But what should you be doing with your email list? Well, first of all, I think that you should be sending an email every one to two weeks. Now, there's different ideas here, and there's different arguments. Most people will say at least once a week. I think that one to two weeks is a good window or frame of time. If you think about it, that's only 25 to 50 emails a year that you're sending to your audience. And 
for a lot of us who get 50 emails a day, that's not very much. So it's important to stay relevant, and that's why you need to be frequently or consistently emailing your audience, like I said, once every one to two weeks. But also, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to be sending your audience an email every single day or multiple times a week because we can all think of that one company that sends us like 15 emails a week, and by the third week of subscribing to their list, we're going to press unsubscribe because it's so flipping annoying. So you don't want to overdo it with your emails, but also you want to stay on people's minds. You want to stay relevant. You want it to be that when they see an email from you, they're like, hey, you know, the last time this person sent me an email, I opened it and it was pretty good. I think that was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going to open this one as well. The second tip that I have for you on what you should be doing with your email list is to Generally speaking, try to keep it brief. Remember that we have a short attention span. The longer your email is, the less likely that someone's going to read to the very bottom. Now, of course, this is a general best practice. Some people, they really love writing these long blog style emails, and some audiences really love consuming those things. So it's important to know your audience and know what they expect from you. But for me, in my case, I like to try to keep it brief because I know that my audience oftentimes is consuming my content on stories, which are quick clips. They're reading captions, which are short bite-sized pieces of information, or tweets, which are very limited in terms of characters. My audience isn't used to reading books from me. I'm not an author like that. So when I send out emails, I try to keep it brief. I said it in episode 418, I usually try to keep my emails to about three or four paragraphs max and only a couple sentences per paragraph. So for the most part, my advice would be try to keep it brief, err on the side of brevity. Tip number three for what you should be doing with your email list, and this is a huge one, focus on serving them. Yes, having an email list is an awesome way, like maybe the best way to have a warm audience to sell to. I recognize that. But you can only successfully sell if you first successfully serve. I'll say that again. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. You can only successfully sell if you first successfully serve. You have to serve your audience. You have to earn their trust. You have to earn those open rates and those click-through rates and those purchase rates. So focus on serving your audience. I can give you an example of this. Two or three weeks ago on my own email list, I sent out an email with 33 post ideas for Instagram. Totally free. No questions asked. My entire email list got a list of 30 different post ideas for Instagram. Like, totally free. Can you imagine how valuable that is? Can you imagine how much some Instagram marketers might be charging to come up with 30 content ideas for you? And I sent that to my entire list. Within minutes, I had hundreds of responses. People responding to that email saying, oh my gosh, Brock, thank you so much. This was so valuable. I'm saving this. I took a screenshot. Oh my gosh, this was so valuable. I had people posting on their Instagram stories, giving me a shout out because they were so appreciative of my service. So appreciative that I had shared all this valuable information with them at no cost. All they did was give me their email at some point over the last few years. And because of that, I sent them 33 different post ideas for Instagram. So that's just to say, you should be serving your audience serving them to the point that they're responding to an email that you didn't even ask them to respond to. I got hundreds of responses and I didn't even say, respond to this email if you appreciate it. I said nothing. There was no call to action. And yet I had hundreds of people responding saying, thank you for this service. Focus on serving your email list. 
Tip number four is to keep a consistent tone. I think a great example of when I failed at this was when I was like 14 years old and I was reaching out to a professional snowboarder because I wanted to sponsor him. At the time, I was selling Power Balance wristbands and I had my own little company called Power Balance Brock and I had a little logo and I had printed it off on some sweatshirts and I reached out to him via email and I was basically saying like, hey, let me send you some sweatshirts, send you some t-shirts, send you some Power Balance wristbands and, you know, just wear them if you want. I'd love to sponsor you because, you know, I think you're an awesome snowboarder. Well, I wrote out the full email draft and before I sent it, I showed it to my mom, Shalene. And she was like, Brock. And she kind of laughed at me. She was like, why does this sound so professional? I was like, dear Mr. Kruger. And then I went through the entire email sounding super formal. I am writing you today about my request to do And it was so professional. It was so not me. And she was like, you're emailing a 20-something-year-old snowboarder. And you're a teenager with a business that's in the active wear, active space, you know, fitness community. You should match that tone. Be consistent with your tone and your messaging. So, you know, when we send out emails from my email address to my email list, or we send out an email from, you know, Shalene's email address to her email list, we keep a consistent tone. And the way she speaks to her audience is, to, is different than the way I speak to my audience. I'm not going to say, hey, girl, to my audience, but she might. She has different ways of speaking and communicating than I do. So it's important to know the tone that you're consistently using on your social media and with your followers and keep that consistent when you send out emails. I understand that maybe back in the day, emails were thought of as like a more formal form of communication, but an email is just like a text message. That's not to say you should be sloppy and have typos and use abbreviations all the time, but you should keep a consistent tone. My fifth tip for you in terms of what you should be doing with your email list is you should be repurposing content from Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, retelling great stories and reusing great capital S stories as in Instagram stories or YouTube stories, repurposing blogs and using that content for your email list. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. If you had a post do really well on Instagram or you had a Facebook share, get tons of reshares or you posted a video on your YouTube or to your podcast and it did really well, go ahead and use that same content and put it in an email format. I do this all the time. Whatever social media content is doing really well for me right now, I'll see if there's a way that I can recreate that in email format and this works both ways. So after I sent out that email with the 33 different great post ideas for your Instagram, that spurred me to have a light bulb. I had an aha moment and I was like, wait, people loved this and it was sent via email. Imagine if I shared on my Instagram my 33 best Instagram post ideas. Now my Instagram audience would love that. They would be tremendously served. So repurpose content. Not every piece of content that you share has to be totally original. And in fact, it probably shouldn't. I think another great example of this is Shalene's email list. She sends out a email every single Friday and she calls them snapshot emails. That's kind of what we refer to them as. And while oftentimes they're a snapshot of her week and they are kind of, you know, pulling from some of her most important stories or teachings or trainings that week and helping people, serving people with a snapshot, the original idea for the word snapshot came from Snapchat. She used to have 
her best Snapchat stories pulled together and sent out weekly via what was called a snapshot. So that's actually where the idea for Snapshot came from, repurposing content. And so that's my tip for you is to take your best content from social media and put it in email format, but also take your best email content and use it as social media content. And then my final example, my final idea for you of what you should be doing for your email list is to be authentic, care about the people you're sending an email to, recognize that while it's just some characters on a screen, it's really so much more. Someone is trusting you with their inbox. They're giving you an opportunity to send them a notification, send them an email, take their attention and hold it for a few moments. Value that and recognize that they are giving you so much more than just their email. And when you are doing so, when you're serving them, be authentic. Don't always be going after the sale, but actually care for your audience. One of my favorite examples of this was last year, I sent out an email and this was actually in the beginning of 2019 before the craziness that we've all gone through in 2020. And my email was very simple. It just said, hey, so-and-so, how you doing? Just wanted to check in and, and really see how you're doing. Feel free to respond to this email and let me know what the best part of your day or week has been, or just be honest and vent to me about how you're doing. I appreciate you. Sincerely, Brock Johnson. I got hundreds of responses. People telling me about their day. Some of them made me cry. Some of them made me smile. Some of them made me laugh. Some were just, I'm doing great, Brock. Some people wrote me multiple paragraphs about their life. But the lesson, the moral of the story is to just care about your audience. When you care about your audience, you're authentic with them and you serve them first, the sales will come later. Your audience will love you for the fact that you treat them like human beings, for the fact that you are pouring into them before asking that they pour into you. So I encourage you, if you've built an email list, however big or small, to continue to serve them very authentically, connect with your audience and care about the people who are on your email list. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you joined my email list. You can actually do so by visiting emailbrock.com. You visit that link and you'll be able to sign up for my email newsletter. And as always, happy networking. I just want to mention to those of you who are on Instagram and trying to grow your Instagram, you probably know that Brock and I did a five-day challenge. It was $27 and it was insane. We had like 5,000 people go through it and they were blown away. But what we've decided to do since then is for the very same price, offer people a 30-day experience. It's called Insta Club Hub. And it's for those of you who have a small following or a large following, you've got tons of questions about Instagram. It is everything you could possibly ever need to know about Instagram. We go live twice a month. If you miss the live, it's recorded. This is an amazing membership site where once you become a member, once you join, you can log in and like any question you have, you just type it in and it will populate an answer for you that Brock or I have created very recently. And if the answer doesn't pop up, then your question will be emailed to us and we'll either record a voicemail or a video or a written reply explaining to you how to do whatever it is. Like maybe you can't figure out how to get music on your reels or how do I get a swipe up if I don't have 10,000 followers or how do I put a link in my IGTVs? Like every question you could have, like how do I promote my products if I'm in a network marketing organization and I don't want to turn people off? How do I get new followers? Everything you could ever possibly need to know about Instagram 
is covered for you. You get two top Instagram experts for less than a dollar a day. Hey, I want you to check it out, okay? I know you'll love it. Go to instaclubhub.com. Again, it's instaclubhub.com. And I'd love to have you join us.